0: Hey, and welcome to Natural Health Dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee this week. Week one, February. Welcome. And so we're going to, in our normal pattern, we're going to continue that and talk about sustainability today. Randy has a better term for it, but uh, we're going to something near and dear to my heart, and that's food. Randy, how are you yeah. going to help us with that? Um- I'm doing great. And this is looking good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. This is a topic that most people probably have heard of, but I'm not sure that very many people practice. And I'm, I'm trying to show you that it can be an easy thing to do. Uh, the title of this one is, uh, how to prepare non-perishable food. When I ran that by a few of my friends, they said, wait a minute, all food is perishable. And I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, if it's organic, whether it's uh, plants, animals, uh, uh, foods, any of those things, ultimately they are perishable because they're organic, but there's a lot of difference in how you can make the perishability factor last longer or make the foods last longer. And so we're looking at some ways that we can make things that, uh, would perish within a week or two last us for maybe up to 25 years. Um, when I was, um, you, you look at it in, in life and you can say, well, you know, a, a human body, uh, you, you can die in infancy or in childhood, or, or you may live to be 100 years old. That's the kind of factors we're looking at are if you take uh, plant material, uh, leaves uh, deteriorate compost pretty quickly within a matter of days or weeks, whereas the tree trunks may take uh, a couple of years before they would ever decompose. And so we're, we're trying to find ways to get our perishable food not to perish so quickly. And I'm going to take it in from the, uh, from the likes of what can you do that'll last only a few days or a few weeks up to a point of something you can do to keep your food for like 25 years. And okay. uh, we'll talk about those in turn. Um, some of us might want to you know, have something in reserve at those various perishability times so that if something happens, you know, another virus hits or whatever, we're able to feed our families. Joseph, in the the year in which we have just lived, we can see that there are times when the grocery stores are virtually empty. Uh, That's going to continue for a while. Uh, There may be some things that you want to do uh, to make sure that you have a food supply when the grocery stores are pretty sparse and so that's that's where we're looking at here um Very first, first of all you can uh you can take fresh fruits and veggies you can get those out of the grocery store or you can get them out of your garden or you can uh, get them from friends and neighbors uh, you can go to farmers markets mm. and you can get stuff that's fresh and that's going to last most of the time a period of a few days or maybe a couple of weeks uh, if you put lettuce in your in your refrigerator, uh, within a couple of weeks, it's moldy and gone. And so uh, fresh fruits and vegetables are obviously the best for us. They've got the most nutrition, but they also last the least amount of time if you don't do something with them other than just uh, eat them when you get them. So that's the uh, one, I call that the one to, to two week, one day to two week time frame is just buy fresh fruits and vegetables and, and eat them. And uh, make sure that all your food is fresh and as organic if you can get it, and uh, eat well that way. <clears throat> but uh, but now then let's go beyond that uh, couple of week time. Uh, what do you do then? When I was a kid, we had a root cellar. It uh, it actually uh, was just a, a concrete wall of room that my folks had built in the uh in a in the dirt and they had steps going down into it had a tin roof on the top of it uh but we found out that uh you could put things in the in the root cellar and they would keep for a long time um, they also had an ample potato crop that they produced every year and you only get one potato crop a year and that's got to last all year long if you're going to try to keep keep it well my folks place for putting their potatoes we had a house that was built on these little concrete pillars uh, that were about a foot foot and a half tall and the house was built on top of those so there was area under the house that uh, was protected from sunshine and and was generally a little cooler and they would spread the potatoes out so that they weren't touching each other if one rots they all begin to rot so uh, they put them under the stove and and my job as a young man uh fairly small young man at that uh, my I, I would often hear my mom say randy go get us some potatoes and what she was talking about is crawl on my belly under the house and go down there and get a sack of potatoes and bring them out oh my. But the, yeah but those potatoes uh that crop of potatoes would last us all year long uh, dad had a Uh, An area that he planted potatoes, it gave us enough potatoes to last a year. And by spreading them out under the house like that, we ate fresh potatoes from our own garden uh, for a full year. So if you have a a root cellar, you can put uh, things in that, or you can have another area that's uh, cool and dry that you can put your your foods. Uh, The second category then is uh, to, to recognize that about six feet underground, is uh, about 65 degrees year round. So things that you would wanna keep in your refrigerator, you can keep in a root cellar or in any kind of a hole or cover stuff that's about six feet down. Uh, That's not unlike here in Oklahoma, uh, storm cellars. Right. Your storm cellars are generally underground and the bottoms of them are usually, I mean, they're, they're usually about as tall as a person is. So usually they're around six or seven feet deep. And so that's a perfect place to put those things that you wanna keep. Uh, anything that you would keep in your refrigerator, you can keep in, in, a, in a root cellar or in a storm cellar. And so that's another place to go. And those foods can be kept for a, a good long duration, uh, up to a year easily uh, for some fruits and vegetables. Things that kind of uh, lend themselves uh, to, to that kind of keeping are potatoes, turnips, onions, beets, uh, cool weather greens such as broccoli brussels sprouts or cabbage uh, mm. carrots leeks parsnips winter radishes everybody's heard of winter squash well winter squash keeps great in uh, uh, for, for months down there you have to make sure that they're not touching each other if one starts right. to mold they all do so we found that we could put down a layer of them put straw uh, that, that don't touch put straw on top of them and then just keep building that way so mm. root cellars will keep you food that's that's up to a year old. What about things that won't keep that well? Well, you can uh, you can ferment many of them. Fermented vegetables will last indefinitely as long as you keep them in a cool place. So things like cabbages turned into kraut or, um, and, or uh, cucumbers that are turned into pickles. A uh, couple of different methods there. One, you just put salt on it and it'll draw the liquid out that's like like your cabbages that made into kraut. Uh, cucumbers have to be sli- uh, sliced and put into a jar and you put uh, brine on them, which is water and salt. If the salt can't pull of water out of the vegetable, then it will um, uh, take. Uh, you, we just add the water to it. So that's another way. Try fermenting those things. Canning has seen a resurg- resurgence. Every family when I was growing up canned all summer long. And, uh, I can remember eating some of my mom's canned homemade uh, soup where she took all the beans and vegetables and potatoes, put them all in jars and canned them. And I can remember eating some of them 10 years later and they were just like they were fresh fruits and vegetables. If you don't know how to can, there's an abundance of books on the market right now that give you uh, an introduction to canning, get you one of those, figure out how to can this summer and, and then just practice. Uh, a dehydrator is another way to go. Dehydrating, you take the, the water out of the vegetables, and they tend to stay uh, much, much longer. And so uh, you can get an old Ronco dehydrator. They're making bi- many, many dehydrators. You just want to get the water out of the food, then put it in jars and seal them up, and that's a, a way to keep the food. And then lastly, uh, moving kind of fast here, but uh, lastly, they're now producing uh, freeze dryers, freezing. Every every family when I was growing up had a freezer and we froze a lot of our vegetables. That keeps all the nutrients in them. It's an excellent way to keep your food. I saw in a Mother Earth News, uh, which I happen to like to read uh, this week, that they've got a new Uh, machine now that's called a home freeze dryer you put racks of food in there and in a 24-hour period you put 16 racks in these things and in and in 24 hours it freeze dries all all of those and then removes the water and then you just take those things stick them in a jar put a desiccant which is something that takes the oxygen out put that in there and those are uh, uh, those will keep your food for 25 years so yes. you can go all the way from how to keep my summer of goodies for a day or two or up to 25 years by using one of these processes i wrote down wrote down here and consider the four things in proverbs 30 24 to 28 that solomon said were small but extremely wise one of them he mentioned ants are not the strongest of people yet they store up their food in the summer so that they can have the food later by storing up your own food, you control the quality and the nourishment of the food, and you can protect your family's food supply and keep them healthy by making your food non-perishable, as non-perishable as you need it to be.
1: Makes good sense.
0: We hope that's been helpful to all of you out there, and hope you you perhaps be able to practice some of the things Randy talked about. But uh, we've come to the end of our program, so we'll see you next time. Amen. Thank you.